Welcome to Shardcast, the Brandon Sanderson podcast. We're a bunch of mega fans giving you the news discussion and, of course, a whole lot of opinions about Brandon's works and the Cosmere, but not the Cosmere today. I'm Eric, and joining me is Ian. What do you mean this isn't Cosmere? Today we're going to talk about a thing that's not Cosmere, that's right. Is it Reckoners? No. No. <laughs> also joining me- We don't me, need to start that at all. No, no, we don't. Also joining me is Evgeny. Hi, I'm back from the dead. And lastly, with more microphone were is Grace. Hello, I'm Gator Girl, and I apologize. Something is wrong somehow with our audio, even though it has not changed since uh, the, the, when she was in a different place. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, and I am Eric. Today, this week, Legion, The Many Lives of Stephen Leeds came out on Tuesday, two days ago. Uh, assuming Eric edits this in time. I don't know. There's a high chance Sharkcast comes out on Thursday. Okay, it could be really late on Thursday, but it comes Thursday night. Thursday night. Okay, it is two days away from some day in the timeline. Our listeners might not be listening to this on Thursday, Eric. Well, it was. Well, that's fine. That's fine. But why they should be listening to it immediately upon its release. (laughs) You guys are the worst. Uh, <laughs> so if we're going to digress, we can talk about the nature oh of time. Nope, 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 nope. You're fired. Nope, you're fired. We're talking about The Many Lives of Stephen Leeds, which is an anthology of the three Legion stories, including a brand new one. So it has Legion, Legion Skin Deep, and Lies of the Beholder. Well, Legion Lies of the Beholder. Yeah. Because he did Legion Skin Deep. Like you need to do Legion well, Lies of the Beholder too. Actually, I was I was going to complain about that. Uh, okay, the, uh, go, go for it. In the in the table of contents, it's listed as Legion, Legion Skin Deep, and Lies of the Beholder: A Stephen <gasps> Leeds Story. Yeah, that is how it is, Brandon. Oh, that's true. It doesn't so, make sense, and I don't like it. I like how this early on in the podcast, uh, Ian has proven to be wrong. So that's wonderful for me. Well, but I forgot that is that weird. That is they're weird. trying to rebrand them as not Legion to like get a second shot at a TV show. But like, or change the name it's of the anthology. Deep, yeah, but it's in the anthology. Like, shouldn't the anthology be the definitive one where you just like make it consistent? Right. You would think. Like that seems reasonable. It's weird. Uh, so. We are going to have spoilers, but uh, especially for the third one, because I think we probably will have the most to talk about with the third one. Yeah, Uh, That's the only one I read recently. Oh. (laughs) It's been like two years since the others. Oh, okay. Well. The worst. You're the worst. Um, I did not have time. I'm sorry. eh, The other ones aren't too long. Um, so... Stephen Leeds, uh, he has these aspects, and basically, in in the first book, you see him summon an aspect, and he basically just reads a book really quick, and then uh, an aspect, a new hallucination shows up. Uh, and so, in the first book, we he summons an aspect who knows Hebrew. Uh, and yeah, he's a, a linguist. Yeah. Aspects are how his mind processes in large amounts of information. Yeah. So, like, each hallucination is a specialist in a different field. 
Yep. And so he has the psychologist, he has the historian, he has the uh the gun expert, the, the or the Navy safety expert. The the Navy SEAL. Uh yeah, safety expert. Or an interdimensional time ranger. Space ranger. <laughs> no, it's time. It's time. Interdimensional time ranger. It's an interdimensional time ranger. God damn it. I just read this like two days ago. Aha. But I you weren't making night. a list of terms for the copper mind as you read it. I read it last night. Um, and Don't keep her shame me. <laughs> so, uh, and Stephen himself is basically a middle manager. He is responding to his aspects, but no one else can hear him. He doesn't actually know Hebrew. So, that, that's Stephen. Uh, I... I'm curious which of these three you guys like the best. Of his core aspects? No, sorry. Uh, of the three <laughs> books. Uh, the most recent one, definitely. Um, I liked Skin Deep best. I think I liked the first one best. Huh. Oh, I, I think I liked the third one the best, and it's not even close for me. Yeah, yeah. Not even close. I, I like the third one. But, I don't know. But you don't know. Well, so this, this is going to be our rea- uh, reactions. And uh, the, the third one is the most fresh one. And, well, let, so let, let's, let's just go talk about the third one. And then, then we'll, we'll, we'll compare to the others in a bit. So, after reading Skin Deep, and like thinking, how would the Last Legion story go? I, to me, there were really two things that I wanted talked about. Sandra yep. and Aspects. Yep. And that is exactly what we got in uh, this one. See, personally, I don't feel Aspects were explained well enough. Me neither. No, well, that, that's certainly true. So in this, uh, though we get some backstory, we really don't get any explanation on why steven has these hallucinations it's just yeah yep. he had yeah. it's these... how his brain works and how sandra's brain works i guess which for people yeah. who have read the first two more recently was it mentioned before that she had aspects because i did not remember um, that. no it's no. not it's, it's she just... understood them but it's never mentioned that she actually had them herself yeah okay. she sandra helped steven with uh his aspects that's what mm-hmm. we get but uh I don't, I don't think that's like out of place personally uh because no. steven mostly was just like sandra she left she's not here everything would be better if she was here and like didn't really get into specifics ever yeah um but yeah we we don't really get like any reason why uh they both of them had hallucinations. It's just Sandra helped create, uh, helped Stephen, uh, form these hallucinations into aspects that mm-hmm. he could talk to, and so he wouldn't go insane. Right, because yeah. both of them, uh, they hear just voices, whispers, yeah, uh, all around them, and they're um, uncontrolled. They're chaotic. Uh, they're not useful. They're in many cases scary. And so, <clears throat> in my mind, that's just their brains having access to all of this information that they don't know how to process. Mm-hmm. And so the way they process that is they uh, compartment compartmentalize? 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, they, that was Sandra's they, strategy, at least. Yes. Yes. They put the information in boxes. They give him uh, personalities. They give him characteristics. And so, Stephen doesn't have historical trivia just blasting at him all the time. He's got Tobias, yep. who occasionally chimes in and gives him the information. Yeah. I don't know. Do, do, do you think we needed more explanation on the backstory of those abilities in the third one? I would have liked it. See, this is a Brandon book. Yeah. And Brandon usually goes into that sort of thing. Well, and it, so it's just like, yeah, it's an expectation expectation of the author that like I was expecting more in depth about this thing. I think that's a fair point. Yeah. Okay. So it, it's not a bad, it's it's a good story. I, I enjoyed reading it. it. But because on Writing Excuses, Brandon talks about how you have to fulfill the promises to the reader. Uh-huh. Well, with Brandon, there's an implicit promise of all of his works that he's going to explain things eventually. See, I... In the first Legion story, there is a camera that takes pictures in the past and like that's true. could that be explained it could but like that wasn't important the important part was uh steven's psychology right that that's always been the important part and so i was not disappointed i think that was enough like there's plenty of stories where there's just like this horrible event happened we don't know why and it doesn't really matter and like i feel like the backstory for why Steven and Sandra have these voices or hallucinations in the first place is not really important. Well, see, the difference I see there, because the, the camera isn't really explained either. Sure, right. Which yeah, I, yeah. I did not have an issue with that. No. Because that's not the focus of the story. The focus is on Steven and his aspects. Yeah. Right? I, so, like, they are such a fundamental, they are the fundamental part of the story so it's like i wanted more there i i just don't know how we could have gotten more like like i I just don't have any idea how we could so the thing i specifically wanted to know more about that i didn't feel was entirely explained as much as i maybe wanted it to was why the aspects end up turning back into nightmares like Throughout the other stories, we've gotten okay. hints about, like, Ignatio and Justin. And then in this book, like, all of them just started turning into nightmares. And the explanation we fast. get is, like, Sandra being like, oh, yeah, it's just a thing that happens after a certain amount of time. Mm-hmm. So my read on that was that the way, this way of dealing with whatever condition Stephen and Sandra have, uh, that the act of creating aspect is not healthy for the brain and so they can they they can manage their condition for a while by creating aspects but but this way of coping will eventually put so much stress on their minds that they can't maintain the aspects anymore and it just collapses all back down to whatever primordial soup of whispers they have right yeah that's a fair description. And and that's why he created rules to make it easier for him to like have mm-hmm. aspects cuz cuz one aspect in the legion stories uh guys is that 
he 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 brings a team of aspects on like a case, right? And he he can't bring all of them because he has like forty seven of them, uh, and he just can't manifest that many. So he you well know, he can. It's just well he can incredibly difficult. Right, right. But uh, I you are right, Grace. Like that was pretty fast in this book. It's just like oh, our Armando just like went crazy, and we don't really know why. And yeah, I just felt that all of that. It felt very abrupt. And sure. I know Brandon wanted to write more stories, but like he wanted there to be a whole TV series doing this whole arc. It's just the end of the aspects came way faster than I was expecting. I would have liked one more like novella Case before book. this. Yeah. Kind of starting to deal with that, and then it all comes to a head in this one. It just Felt like it went from zero to 16. Yeah. To offer a counterpoint to that, I very much liked how the most recent one was fast and punchy and had this very distinct horror feel to it. (laughs) Because the book starts and nothing major is happening for a couple of chapters. And then uh, Stephen goes back to the house. Armando is bad. Yeah. They go to the fair, or, or Armando's gone. They go to the fair. Armando assaults them. Tobias dies. That was, that that hit was really hard. That was, yeah. Oh, man. And Steven just freezes. And then a couple of scenes later, uh, he, he kind of spaces out for a moment. And then as his attention comes back, he realizes that he, all of his aspects around him are frozen. Mm-hmm. Like his mind is no longer maintaining the illusion. Of them right. being being living thing, and so for I don't have page counts for this, but for something like thirty pages straight, it is just bunch, 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 mm-hmm. and it's downhill. And I think that worked really. The third well. one's really short, like it's shorter than Skin Deep. Um, it is, see, it is. I almost thought that it was a little bit too fast. Yeah, because I, I, I think agree. by the end of that, I was kind of feeling like. Wait, what's going on? And like when I found out that back at the house, the uh, like half the other aspects had turned into nightmares and killed the other half. By that point, I was just kind of like, okay, what? A, like, yeah, I-, I felt the same way. Yeah, because Tobias's death was super impactful. Yeah, like- Tobias's was really good and super impactful. But I kind of felt like after that, things just went a little bit too quickly and like. Yeah, I didn't have the like emotional resonance with the other aspects dying. That I don't I think you were meant Tobias. to. I don't think you were meant to either, because like we didn't really have a deep connection with any of the other aspects other than well, like, Casey, Ivy, and Tobias. I, I didn't really Audrey, have that though. with Ivy or um or Casey. Like well, I didn't true. have it with them. Here, here's the thing. Um, I think towards the end, the emotional focus was meant to be on Sandra. And so, just a quick info dump that all the other aspects are dead was meant to... It, it's an afterthought. It's, we are resolving the story with Sandra. Here is Here are more things that are happening, but they just kind of wrap the package up. See, I don't, I I don't also- think their death was meant to be bad for us. See, but by the end, I didn't really care that much about Sandra. So, really? yeah. 
Well, at the start of the third book, well, once we got into him going to the fairgrounds and her setting up the call and Tobias dying, I, I was like angry at her and I did not like her because I was like, okay, this woman is like playing with Steve and I care about him, so I don't like her. But then yeah, I- once we got to the like facility and I kind of realized like she just doesn't care about life and she just kind of gave up and I was kind of like, okay, this woman is like, a plot device at this point and i just like don't care what happens to her really interesting yeah i i I viewed sandra by the end as a plot device to get steve to where all the aspects could were dying and he had to like confront it i feel very similarly i sandra wasn't handled as effectively as i wish she could have been like at least i did not enjoy it the way i hoped to Hmm. The way I see it, for me, Sandra was always... Stephen always had unrealistic expectations of Sandra. There was was a very strong theme throughout all three books that, hey, if I can just find Sandra, she knows everything, she's going to fix everything, everything is going to be better. Mm -hmm. Which was obviously not going to be the case, right? There was no way that was going to be the case. Right. And so, for me, her downfall and the magnitude of that downfall was a way to 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 do the 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 trope of apprentice becomes master where oh, when steven yeah. goes and talks to her steven is now the one who understands aspects better and and she's given up she she is now the one in the dark and steven needs to pull her out with a better way and in theory i like that i just i don't want to sacrifice the importance of the aspects for that. Like, I don't think it was worth what we lost. If that makes uh, sense. What do, you, what do you think we lost? Because you were talking about how um, the death of the aspects isn't supposed to be as impactful because mm-hmm. the, at that point the story is about uh, Stephen and Sandra, where I liked the student becoming the master thing, but I wish... The death of the aspects had been more central to that, like not as not an afterthought. Like, I I, I just think okay. when you if if you're like designing a story where you know all the the aspects are going to die, how how emotional can we make it? And it's like, all right, we got to make to buy it. We got to make there be a central one that like. Mm-hmm hurts a lot and like that's tobias and near the end where ivy and jc died like yeah i i didn't feel like as big of a punch right but it was still like this sad thing where it's like oh man they're 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 going away this 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 is this is awful and then that keys into the central conflict where sandra has found a way to live without aspects it's not particularly great but it is a strategy it's better than hearing all of the whispers and going crazy uh and we we kind of have this con this thematic conflict between sandra's way and ivy's like you're 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 gonna give in and do that really because ivy is like no you 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 can't do that you just don't don't like just give us up you know mm-hmm. and in the end 
Stephen found another way. And I, I thought that that was clever at the end. Yeah, I, I did like, that's a false dichotomy. What about the third way? Like, right, I exactly. liked that recurring yeah. theme through the book. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. I just, I'm not a fan of, oh, and everybody dies as a plot device, which is why I'm thinking about it, why I didn't, wasn't really interested in a recent major film that major superhero well, film. Oh, much, well, because, much like yeah. in the movie, only half of everyone died. <laughs> yeah, it's just that whole plot device, I don't like. It's like, eh. You, you didn't see many of the other Marvel Cinematic Universe things, so, you know. But I have a desire to see them eventually. I have zero desire to see that one. Oh, that one's really good. That, that one's really good. It's really good. Uh, it that one, I'm a, I'm a plot person. If things are plotted tightly, I will like it. Like that's just a fact. And I liked the third one. It was tightly plotted. It was uh a quick read. Uh, and we, and it was about the aspects. Like in in some respects, the, in the first two books, they're just cases. And yeah. And I did like how the camera from the first book was relevant in the third one. Also, yeah, that was yeah. nice. Yeah, that was cool. I was like thinking, oh, is something from Skin Deep going to come back? And no, you can kind of skip it uh, in some respects. So uh, here, really. speaking of Skin Deep, here's, yeah. here's something I don't get. Okay. So Skin Deep, uh, for those of you who, like me, couldn't remember what the plot was about, <laughs> I, I could not remember anything about Skin Deep. I, uh, all I remember is Infinite Batman. I literally read it yesterday. <laughs> I I never even read it when it came out. <laughs> um so so skin deep is the plot where somebody figures out how to um st- store data in DNA. Uh so the the idea of wetware and and all the books have this this premise of technology that's a little just beyond our reach, which yeah. I personally find really interesting as a yeah, techie. Yeah, definitely. Me too. But so the second one, um, somebody finds that out, and but they're dead, and Stephen needs to figure out what's going on. And as as a part of the investigation, Stephen goes and talks to a lady uh, in in the coroner's office, I yeah. believe. Mm-hmm. No, she is the coroner. Yeah, she is. She is the coroner. Yeah, and. Yeah. And and he is trying to get her to do something for him, and she's not budging. And at the end, he goes, "Well, you get me. You or anyone you want, oh, they I get an interview with, with me." Okay. Yes. And and that's that's great. Everyone wants to interview Stephen because his brain is really interesting. Yes. And and so she agrees. Okay. And so that's book two. In book three, we yeah. open up the book. Yeah. With. Stephen is going to the interview that this yeah. lady, that Lisa, yes. set up for him. Yes. And and we go through the first couple of chapters and it's great. And at the end, we find out, not at the end, but after those chapters, that the interviewer is an aspect. Yeah, that th- totally threw me off. Mm-hmm. I, not, that was weird. Lisa cannot be aspect. I refuse to accept no, that Lisa is an not, aspect. No. Which mean does does this mean that Stephen made up Lisa contacting him and sending him on an interview there 
as a part of the process of creating Jenny. I guess that that's the yeah. only thing that makes sense. Yeah. I think th- that's the only way it works. Yeah. I mean, he manifests his aspects having phones and texting each other. Like he could just or watching see- like cat videos that's on right. the internet. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like I he could m- hallucinate himself a text message from he absolutely could. Yeah. And and that was a little but, touched on when they got when they went back to the house and he was freaking out because he found out that Jenny was an aspect and, and he was showing uh uh Wilson Wilson Winston mm-hmm. Wilson yeah, Wilson 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 his phone is like what do you see here and what do you see um <laughs> it was not like that <laughs> well I was inspired by the infinite Batman's comment from ah, earlier yes. yes uh and so he was he was trying to verify that okay. So Wilson says this is this is in fact the, the correct technique. But what if Wilson is an aspect? And so he's like, uh, I gotta I gotta put some boundaries here. I I, d- I don't think that's possible because Wilson drives him places. Yeah, but like I don't yeah. think he could imagine that. I I was just at the at the end we go to brains in a jar, man. Like, does does he even go anywhere? Is there even a world? I <laughs> like I was plot twist. The Legion is actually just in perfect state world. He really is just a brain <laughs> in a jar. That would be funny. Uh, Which I would have been happy with that. Actually, oh, it's very plot cool. appropriate for book three. Uh, that, that, that would and be it's focused on VR. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it didn't really sink into me that Jenny was an aspect. Maybe this was because I was reading it uh, quite late like last night. <laughs> and uh, I, I read Skin Deep and uh, Lies of the Beholder one after another. But I was like, whoa, Jenny's an aspect? And JC's just like pointing gun like, yeah, I will definitely just kill you. And I'm like, wait, what? 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 And then like later, then it was like really clear. Oh, no, no, no. She is an aspect. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. That, that didn't sink into me, but that's probably because sometimes I'm an idiot. So... Well, I think the actual reveal happens in the house. No, it does. Yeah, it does. Because it it's like, no, she can see us. Yep. And then Jenny's like, I could pretend if you want. And that just made me confused because I'm dumb sometimes. Yeah. Okay. I think you were supposed to be confused at that point. Because at that point, I thought like she was a, still a normal person that could somehow see aspects. That's that's kind of what I thought initially, too. Hmm. But then like, yeah. Yeah. was pointing the gun at her. Like, and then it's oh. like... Why, why would JC be able to kill them? Like, mm-hmm. is she an aspect? And it wasn't, like, super clear until later that it's like, mm-hmm. oh, no, she is an aspect. I think so when we... Wilson says that he doesn't see anything is when you're supposed to be like, okay, she definitely oh, is. Oh, I must have completely missed that line. Yeah, I think I missed <laughs> that, too. So why do we think Jenny was created? Because I When or why? Hmm? What did you ask? When or Why? Why? So she can catalog all the aspects, and Stephen can get them back. Yep. Okay. I, I that was. I, I. I think that was just clear at the end. I. I. I, I well, think yes, that, that is like the purpose she shows, but like he didn't consciously do that. Like I think no, that was his true. subconscious, like realizing, like, hey, I'm hey, losing aspects. Th- yeah. We're reaching the end. Like we need to find a way to back them up. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I absolutely agree. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think. Yeah. I think so. And, like, an aspect is how he's trained his brain to do things. So it's like, that's right. what it did right. for right. him. Right. But it also reminded me of, in Legion Skin Deep, Rahul just shows up. Which yep. surprises 
and I everyone. Yeah. I wait, 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 wait. What? What? Kalyani's husband just oh, shows that's up. Right. That's yeah. right. Yeah, that that didn't like he didn't yeah. create Rahul right. consciously. And I, I suppose Jenny is kind of an outgrowth of that. Like it's his just his brain creating an aspect. But I, I don't feel that was explained well enough. No, you're right. And uh one one plot thread that I feel like wasn't touched on at all in uh Lies of the Beholder is like things that weren't picked up on in the third one was Ivy and JC's relationship. Like it wasn't even mentioned in the entire no, book. It was. Cause oh, at was? the end, like when he's writing like, Oh, send have JC take Ivy to Paris. Like send she's them. always oh, wanted yeah, okay, to go. Okay. But like yeah. not like during the main story. No, it, and it like wasn't. that. I was... mean, he he was a little busy at the time though, so That's I didn't true. feel like, like it that makes was a sense. But like that was just like a thing that was nice and skin deep that he just thought about that you know. But I guess mm-hmm. JC and Ivy weren't around too much, so it kind of makes sense. But yeah, we didn't really get much uh, of rule. I guess that was just supposed to be uh, showing that Stephen is kind of losing grips yeah. on things. Mm-hmm. That's so, my take on yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. And so the the plot th- thread that I felt was dropped that I was curious about was Arnaud asking to go back to France. Yeah, that was so, one thing oh, I that feel like would have could have yeah. been really interesting. I was really curious mm-hmm. about that. Like, was that maybe another like path his mind was trying to go down to protect maybe. himself? Like, if yeah. I start if I start like willingly giving them up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and see, I would have liked, a, like I said, a, a novella between Skin Deep and Lies of the Beholder, where we start dealing with that sort of thing before, like, everything like, comes to a head. And and also maybe, like, making it very clear, like, oh, no, like, thing, things are getting bad Yeah, uh, between. Because, like, Skin Deep, he's, there's some hints, but it's not, like, overt. And then we're just like, oh, yeah, no, Armando is... He's not. He's a nightmare now, and yeah. like, whoa, okay. And when asked, Brandon has been like, "Oh no, he's worse than he thinks." That's true, but yeah. like that just didn't come across as well in the books because Stephen's not thinking about that. Like he's he's he is deluding himself that like he's I'm, better I'm than not, he's I'm ever perfectly been. Perfectly sane. Yeah, yeah. The very first line. It's, but yeah, you're right. I th- I think you're right on that. Mm-hmm. I think that this would work really well as a TV show. Like, I know that that was the purpose of it, but, Mm -hmm. like, having a TV show where you have a case every week, right, like, Mm -hmm. would work so well, and then you get, like, a slower burn on seeing, like, his insanity, like, his actual insanity and losing grips on aspects Mm -hmm. until it eventually comes to a head in, like, the two-hour movie finale. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah i agree no, that'd, be, that'd be great would that be great like that that would work better because you could see it and though you would lose steven's internal monologue he's always like oh no i'm perfectly sane like he, he says that all the time so i yeah I don't yeah know. i don't i don't think there is that much value to his internal monologue though because a lot of that he actually ex- externalizes. He does. Mm-hmm. Exactly. There. This is not a very... Uh, there's not much internal monologue, right? We're, we're, it, we move really fast and he's thinking about the case or, or talking with aspects. There's not a lot of time for him to be super reflective. 
on anything. Mm-hmm. So And one one of the benefits of having the contents of your head outside of your head is that anything that happens in your head happens outside your head. <laughs> yeah, like it would work so well as a TV show. Uh mm-hmm. And uh, if if you guys didn't know, uh, there there was it was optioned as a TV show. Uh, I think it was but, optioned twice. Uh, I think you're right. Um, Maybe. But then there was like another Legion show that was yeah the that, Marvel mute, um X Men mutant son of right. Charles Xavier. It's right. good though. And uh, then people were less interested uh, in yeah. said option. But man, I can definitely see. Seeing the whole arc, I'm like, man, this almost would work better as a slow burn TV show where you get to see that progression with the aspects. Yeah. Like it's like as I've said, I think Sixth of the Dusk would been if work better if it had a sequel. Lies of the Beholder would be- work better if it had a prequel. See, I could totally I, aside from Skin Deep and Legion, obviously, but I I, I feel like. You you could totally have designed like a a third one before Lies of the Beholder, where like the end is like an aspect turning into a nightmare, like and then that's your cliffhanger, and then you can mm-hmm. go into the last one, like that 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 could have been cool, rather than just like and building up towards that, and then the fourth one is just dealing with that, which is basically what we got. Maybe. But I like that the first two were both very subtle in that, yeah, the aspect sometimes goes away, um, or the aspects sometimes goes go away. Yeah, we've lost a couple. Um, I don't think yeah. the term nightmare was mentioned in the first two either. No. I think it was mentioned once in Skin Deep, but... Maybe. I'm, I let me, let me look. I think it was. I think it was mentioned like once. It was just a very abrupt tone shift for the yeah, third one. Yeah, I think that's true. I think for me, Lies of the Beholder doesn't feel like a Legion novella. Like the first two have this very like action mystery feel to it, and then Lies of the Beholder it suddenly switches. Mm-hmm. And I it think that's part of why different. I didn't like it. Yeah, that's true. Uh, because there was no like, there was no case. There was no case other than finding Sandra. Like yeah. it was, it was a case that Steven self-selected. Uh, we did get the usual, Hey, crazy technology. Like we, we did get yeah. that. So like mm-hmm. that was good and felt very legiony, which I liked. Uh, yep. still we did get the religion out. aspect because religion is an important part of the first two. That is true. Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. And I, I, I understand why, this is the third and final one because Brandon wanted Legion off his plate. He, he yeah. wanted to finish the story. Something. Yeah. But I it know. happened too fast for you. Yeah. And and for the record, I enjoyed Lies of the Beholder. I really, really did. But I have high expectations of Brandon. That's fair. Me, I didn't really have a lot of skin in the game for Legion, I'm like, yeah, whatever. Like, uh, like, oh, sweet, a book about Aspects and Sandra? Sweet, sign me up. <laughs> like, like, Skin Deep. Eh. You, I think nice, Skin Deep but... is my least favorite. Uh, I don't know, the first two are, maybe it's just because I liked the third one because it was about what I was 
like really interested in. Like I liked how the aspects interacted with the cases and stuff. Like that was mm-hmm. interesting. But like focusing on the aspects themselves and Sandra and backstory mm-hmm. and how we'll actually resolve things, I'm like, yeah, give me that. Whereas like like skin deep, like, okay, there's a case. We we resolved it. Cool. Like that that that's kind of how I sort of felt about the first two. Yeah, Grace, you they're, really love Skin Deep. You I love do. Skin. Why I do you really, really love Skin Deep? Because so I think see when I read Legion, I at least based on like the first two, there's this idea of like the fun action mystery story, and I think sure. Legion Skin Deep does that really well. And I absolutely love that ending where he's confronting Zen Rigby and he's just trying to stall for time and freak her out. And then when he when she gets that phone call and Dion is just like, wait, you stopped an assassin with a hostile takeover? And he's just like, <laughs> it wasn't really that hostile. They wanted to sell pretty, like, they were willing to sell. And I just think it's, like, the mix of humor and, like, cleverness, but also kind of, like, that realization of, like, oh, that's what he was doing the whole time mm-hmm. that I really enjoyed. That was a good confrontation where he's just like, oh, yeah, I'm totally insane. They're surrounding you right now. Like, that, yeah. that was good. See, that didn't work out for me, like, at all. I can, I can see why he did it, and I can see why it worked. But because we've spent so much time in his head in these two books, his abrupt shift in behavior, like, obviously, Zen wouldn't know that he's not really like that. But to me, as a reader the shift felt fake because he was obviously acting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it's it's just, it's a clever way for Steven because Steven was without most of his aspects at the end of Skin Deep. And it was fun to see what Steven did without his aspects, right? Like that, oh, that yeah. was, that was yeah. neat. And like his aspects weren't around and like how much, what would Steven do? Like that that was kind of the the interesting part. And he's just like, yeah, no, I'm I'm just gonna tell you that I'm totally crazy and you know, to try and freak uh, a person out. And I'm like, ah yeah, I dig this. Okay. So thinking about this theoretical th- fourth really Legion novella, uh-huh. it's like I would have liked it to end with the realization that Jenny is an aspect. Like, hmm. like, or something like that. Well, all three Legion things always start with him talking with someone. Mm-hmm. And so I liked how I think you'd always need to introduce Jenny at the beginning of the last one. I think you have to do that. I think so. Okay. Because that's, that, that's central for that. I also don't like ending a book with the reveal that an aspect has become a nightmare. Oh, really? I think that I think that worked out much better as a as a kind of um inciting incident in this one. Yeah, like, I guess it would have Yeah. Let me rephrase. Ending a novella with oh Armando is a nightmare would have been a very strong end for the novella. But I think it would have weakened the next book. 
Sure, but I mean, the, I, I guess Ian and Grace's issue is that that wasn't set up as well as maybe it should have, right? And so, mm-hmm. like, having putting that set up somewhere where it can breathe more, like, is a solution to that. Maybe. Um, it, was, it was okay to me. I was fine yeah, with I couple, uh, a couple of books where it's, hey, it's mystery, all aspects sometimes go, sometimes go away. What is going on? We're not going to think too much about it. And then fourth one is, well, you know, now you know. Yeah. Well, we're never getting this hypothetical one anyway, right? So, Probably not. No. Yeah. yeah, at this point, he, he can't do it. No. Yeah. The only way we would get it is if there was a TV show. Yeah, it, and it would be the only through the TV show. So I'm, I don't think it's particularly likely, but I'd really, really love it if it, to get that story. I would definitely watch a TV show. Like there, oh, there's yeah. so many different like cases and involving weird technology and stuff that you can do. And like in a hypothetical TV season, you can connect like, oh, the camera is going to connect with this other technology and like have that weave together in mm-hmm. like an interesting way and like kind of have like the ongoing mystery of him trying to hunt Sandra, but then she just finds him anyway, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, here's a question. What did you guys think of the explanation for why Sandra left in the first place? Knowing that she has aspects, I liked it. I I think it made sense. And the explanation arrived around the same time as the discovery that she, like... Yeah. I I, I think that's a... Yeah. They, They go hand in hand. Hey, we find out she has aspects. Hey, we find out that she left because she was losing control of those aspects in the same way that Steven now does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh that's that, that's fine with me. Yeah. yeah I, I liked it. Uh, I never I, I never liked Steven's assumption that, oh, maybe I was getting too needy or too clingy. It was like Rip. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. theoretically possible, but you're a character that Brandon Sanderson is writing. That's not that's not gonna happen. Yeah, I I liked I liked the Sandra reveal, but may, maybe maybe some people wouldn't like that because I I know I I was talking with David and he's like I did not like the end. Yeah, but we established that he's a literal Hitler, so <laughs> I don't know if we established that. No, no, it's 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 set in stone. He no, how, I don't know if he can, can go he that not... far. Yeah, I don't. No, it, it, it's, it's a fact. How can you not like the ending of this book? Well, because... I, while I was reading Lies of the Beholder, I felt a lot of emotions, and I was, like, very sad, and very anxious, and, you know, feeling all those things. But then after I was done, I was kind of just like, that's it? Like, it kind of felt kind of flat, a little bit flat for me after the end, like, once I finished. Short, short version for what David said, he said, the ending just felt to me like Brandon knew exactly how he wanted to end the character, and the story did not organically lead there. I can understand that. Also, he didn't like VR, because he thinks VR's been overdone, so I'm like, okay, whatever. <laughs> I don't agree with that. It's a great thing that he, he's in Costa Rica, he can't respond to this on, on air, yeah. but uh, yeah. it's like, I, I, I thought I the VR was cool. Sure I like the VR. He doesn't think cameras are overdone because 
<laughs> or bodies. Man, I, I hate I hate books with bodies. It's just every right. book I read has a character and that character has a body. What is this? <laughs> for everybody. Except um, except for perfect state. That's true. That mm-hmm. is true. But uh, Well, they yeah. still have a brain, so like that's technically their body. They are not just a construct of pure energy. No, they are a brain. I don't know if I would call that brain a body. (laughs) (laughs) But the reason I liked the VR, I liked how it interplayed with the aspects. Yes, yes, I like it. While reading this, I kept thinking of, in Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows, the scene at the end where Harry is talking with Dumbledore... In okay. King's Cross. Okay. And Harry asks Dumbledore, is this real or is this just happening in my head? Spoilers and Dumbledore for Harry says, <laughs> I'm obliquely no, I know. talking around it. No, it's I like, know. of course it's happening in your head, but why on earth would that mean it isn't real? And it's like, of course the aspects are just in Stephen's head. That doesn't mean they're not real. Yeah. And it's like, and, ah, and I, I loved that part. Yeah, Stephen yeah. does address very much the same thing in very much the same way, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. When when he talks with Sandra. Yeah. I, I, as as soon as it's like, oh, they're using Sandra, like, oh, they're gonna they're gonna use that to to power the VR. And I was like, yes, that's totally right. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, they don't power the VR. Power, but, but like they 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 help, right? They they fill in those blanks. That's that's what Sandra and Steven. That that's what they wanted Sandra and Steven to do. To they wanted the them for well, they found out that their brains fill up the blanks, and so they wanted to study their brains. Yeah, like I don't I don't think they wanted Steven and Sandra to be the the power source of their entire system. Yeah, well, there was also the part where they talked about the aspects intermingled with the pro programming the code of yeah. the vr that was yeah weird yeah. i felt that could have been explained a little bit better i don't think it could have brain stuff yeah Be- like <sighs> if that's how it works okay, okay cool. i i i i love brandon to death <laughs> but he's he's no software developer because <laughs> like i i thought that was a cool concept but like, uh... the less you explain about the background of the hallucinations, the more you can do weird crap like that. Yes, true. Just like, yes. all right, sure, whatever. That, I don't that... really know what these really are. These voices, so sure, why not? Screw it. That specific thing with the aspects intermingling with the software is something that I I knew I was gonna flag things like that because <laughs> software. That's my thing. Um, but I, and and I thought about it, I really thought about it. I was like, okay, I would have liked it better if, if he had explained that, let me think about how he could possibly explain something like this. <laughs> and I could not come up with anything like, <laughs> yeah, just no, I, nothing in, in how software works right now allows for your imagination to like, you get hooked into a VR system that you have no contact with and your brain just yeah. updates the system around. Like, yeah, no. That and so I, I stopped thinking about it. Yeah. Sometimes it's just like, okay, that's, 
I guess that's how it works. Cool. Yeah, it, it's rule zero, rule of cool. Yeah. Always here yeah. on the side of awesome. The aspects yeah. are interacting with it, uh, and the interplay of that. That's kind mm-hmm. of what that was about. Yeah. Uh, any final thoughts? On um, I wanted Legion? to poll everyone on your favorite aspects. Ooh, just okay, yeah, not, yeah, not yeah. necessarily we, we should... from this book, just a general. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Hmm. Uh, I'm gonna start while okay. you guys think, okay. and I'll go with Audrey. Audrey is fun. You Audrey know, is great. I was gonna say Audrey. I also really loved Ngozi in this book. Yeah, yeah, she's great. Um, but my favorite Audrey moment was when Stephen realizes she's insane. Yeah, that's pretty because cool. all the aspects have some kind of psychosis, and and we know that we've seen that for a couple of books, mm-hmm. and and Audrey has always felt different from the others, like she's embracing the fact that she's a hallucination, and then and then Stephen realizes that no, she's not doing that. She she is insane, and her insanity is making her think she's a hallucination. She's a she's not real, <laughs> and I mean, it just I happened thought- to match. I, yeah. I thought that moment was kind of sad. Oh, yes. really? I loved it. Yeah. It, 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 it's sad and also kind of funny. Yeah. Well, all the aspects, it's kind of sad. Like, yeah. Well, that in particular, because it kind of was this realization. Steve went from being like, there's this one aspect that like understands and that like I can be this way around. And then he kind of realized like she's just insane. And it was kind of like a sad realization, I thought. I mean, it can be. I can, I can see that. I I think my favorite's JC. Man, he's he's great. Like him constantly doesn't want to believe he's a hallucination, but all through skin deep, because Arnaud said some the the multiverse stuff oh, yeah. of quantum mechanics. <laughs> JC's just like, no, I'm an interdimensional time ranger. That's what he is. And he's just making up future swear words. He's like, it's classified. Uh, Hilarious. This <laughs> hilarious. Uh, uh, constantly Smet. amazing. His interaction with Ivy, wonderful all the time. Uh, JC is the best. Uh, you know, actually, speaking of JC, there was this whole thing through Legion 1 and 2, well, with the end of Legion 1, where JC helps uh, Steven shoot all the terrorists, right? Yeah. <laughs> and Steven's, like, worried about that during Skin Deep. Like, whoa, that was that was crazy. But then that again just does not get touched on. Like, he thinks about it. I guess he does. And think then about it, it isn't really touched on. Yeah. So it yeah. was a little bit resolved. Like it wasn't really resolved, but it was. Stephen thought some thoughts that I think just end up being correct. It's just that he doesn't he doesn't decide that they are correct, and that's that. Well, JC is my is my right. gun knowledge. That's right. right. And so. It's not like he's actually grabbing my arm and moving it to shoot people. It's that I am now making use of this knowledge and and like I'm I'm shooting all those terrorists. So he thinks about that and I'm like, "Okay, well, I I also think that is the case. Great, fantastic. Now we can agree with you." And then Steven just doesn't follow up with that. He doesn't reach yeah, a conclusion. Mm-hmm. But I think that's what's going on. Yeah, I just I just that 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 could have been nice to be touched on to kind of tie that up in a bow because that was a thing that was on his mind for a while. 
that like in skin deep felt like a consequence yeah. of the end of the first one and like oh consequences yay cool but then like whatever it didn't matter agree i feel like all three well no all three legion books have a lot of loose ends yeah like book one ends with what may or may not be picture of the christian god <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, okay. Well, when you put it like that, yeah, yeah, okay. Who who knows that the camera's pointing at him? Yeah, yeah, which is pretty. That's that's cool. So, uh, back to favorite aspects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, JC, by the way, I'm getting a very Wayne vibe from him, which is one of the reasons I don't like him very much. Yeah. Like, oh, I see. I uh, find Wayne far more annoying, but that's. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I agree. But <laughs> they're they're similar in the same vein of characters. Yeah, yeah. Um, JC was only silly in the second one with the inter- interdimensional time ranger. Usually, he's super no nonsense. Whereas Wayne is a lot more nonsense, right? So I he- I kind of object. Maybe, maybe. Um, but the way I was leading with this is I like JC the most when he drops that act. Because I, I think it's an act. Which part um, is an act? The no-nonsense the, part? The, the wonky, random stuff. Well, I, think that's a, I think that's a mask. Well, that was only in one of the books anyway. So, like, like I, I don't... That's not, that's not his usual demeanor. He's just, he, he's coming, he's trying to come terms with him being a hallucination. And then he's sure, just like, sure, sure, okay. yeah, that's, no, that's, that's too ridiculous at the end of Skin Deep. Like, like he's, his mask is that he is the Navy SEAL and all through Skin Deep, he's like, oh my God, how are people so bad at security at these places? Ah, ah, and he's like going crazy just thinking about. No one cares about security. This is ridiculous. You should you should care a lot more about security, guys. Like that's him. I don't th- feel like the interdimensional time ranger thing is like his usual state. Whereas Wayne is yeah, always okay. silly. He is yeah, always yeah. silly. That is his mask all the time. Okay, that's fair. Uh, but the times where I liked both of them the most was at the end of Bands with Wayne and towards. I think the beginning of Lies of the Beholder, where JC makes some some quote unquote funny pseudo racist remark, and some people laugh, right. some people roll their eyes, and he grins, and Steven realizes that he is he's playing into the expectation of others, uh, like he's acting the fool to entertain people. Right. Favorite aspect. Grace, go. Okay. Um. Favorite aspect. Stan, no. Uh. <laughs> Is he Not even an really an aspect? <laughs> Not an aspect. But Steven um, did talk about, did think about uh, manifesting Stan. I'm glad he didn't, though. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, yeah I, I sure. feel like that would have been wrong. <laughs> yeah, Alex. definitely. It's crossing a line he shouldn't. Yeah. And he didn't, so great. Um, so... I feel like we get to know so few of them well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, true. Um, I I did like Jenny a lot in Lies with the Beholder. She was probably my favorite part of that book. Hmm. Jenny's good. Because I liked kind of the mystery of like, a little bit of like, at first you were like, why is she there? You're like, and Steven doesn't really like her, but you're kind of like, 
I know she must be here for some reason to like help him. And then when you find out, you're just like, oh, that's so great and sweet. And now he has all his aspects back, kind of. Kind of. Kind of. Yeah. And also, Audra, I mean, they're all pretty great. Okay. Ian? Um, I did say I liked Audrey and Ngozi, but I think my favorite is probably Ivy. Because she's sarcastic. And I love really? her. Really? Not, not Toby? I'm not surprised that you would like Ivy the most, Ian. <laughs> Ivy, Ivy's really and good. Ivy's great. Ivy's yeah, great. Yeah, she is. <laughs> but I'm really surprised nobody picked Tobias. I love Tobias. Tobias is great. Tobias is Steven's favorite aspect. Yeah. As it's we true. learn in this book, like, what did you all think of the um, ego, superego, and id idea from the beginning? Applying the, it to the Tobias. same thing Ivy did. Yeah. yeah. Buy it. Yeah, I didn't like it. I mean, it, it's, I didn't it's, just, it. it's just, it's not. I don't know. I, I thought it was interesting, particularly because I think she was correct about Tobias's purpose. Like, he is there to as a calming influence yeah. on I mean yes yeah. but it's not it's not the only reason he's there like yeah the trivia is not usually useful yeah the calming presence is the big thing but Stephen has four dozen aspects and even though he only moves around with like three of them they don't match perfectly with um ego id and super id and super ego and the entire concept of those three is flawed I think to begin with. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just liked the acknowledgement that those were his three most important aspects, the ones he always had with him. And I, I thought it was an interesting thing. But I, I do think the call Tobias, like that is his purpose. Like he's not the history expert. He's the calming Stephen person. The history is just uh happy side effect of because he he talks about how well they Tobias are, like is like everything else that doesn't fit in another aspect yeah kind of which is part of why when Tobias died I'm like oh this is going to be way worse than when Armando turned and he lost all of the ph photography yeah, and just I, seeing that loss. Oh, yeah. That yeah, but I thought I thought that line where he like sees a picture of the Eiffel Tower and like has no idea what it was, just like a little bit ridiculous. Or or he goes, "Hey, has anyone heard of Alexis?" Yeah, that it's when like, I was like, okay, so none of the rest of his aspects have like ever seen or heard of the Eiffel Tower enough for him to like. Well, he's compartmentalizing that stuff. What it is. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't go there though. Like, every bit of information he has needs to go to a specific part of his brain. And all that stuff that was in the Tobias box is now gone. Like, they don't, they don't share knowledge, except for, like, basic things. I have a question. Is it actually gone, or is it just inaccessible? Because uh, I, I think it's just depends. inaccessible. Yeah, maybe. It, it depends on how he, how he processes the death of an aspect. <laughs> but when... We could just say, oh, all of that information just got restored in Jenny's aspect. But I think she's, it's like the aspects are a shortcut on your desktop to a folder that has all that information. Right. And the death of an aspect is deleting the shortcut. The information is still there in that directory buried in your laptop, but 
you can't just click on something and get to it where so what if jenny's purpose was like recreating like those shortcuts not to like bring back the whole thing but like he can still access that knowledge when he's writing maybe yeah. it could be yeah could be something like that for sure i don't think we have enough information in the books to decide either way but i think that's perfectly viable yeah because when ignacio died that's like yep i do not have chemist deep chemistry knowledge anymore yep. like i just no. do not have that well i think it's still in his brain he just has no way of accessing it yeah yeah i agree with ian it is you know what's interesting it is interesting that steven never never manifest manifested a replacement for ignacio d- d- did he s- say if he tried it it doesn't it doesn't say it's not addressed at all. Yeah, and and to say. me it feels like if he loses an aspect, yeah, there is there is an emotional thing going on there. But the first thing he would want to do is recover all of that information by manifesting a new one. I think. I, this, yeah, go ahead. I think he probably didn't do that because, like, you know, Ivy and Tobias knew Ignacio, and I think there is a large part of him and them that. If he tried to manifest a new manifest a new aspect with that same knowledge, would be a betrayal of Ignacio. Ignacio. Yeah, I-, I can see that. Yeah, I think resummoning it just doesn't work for whatever. Reason. Well, not the same one. I think it but would. Like regaining it would be a access. new person. Yeah, but I don't uh, think there's a like mechanical thing there. Uh, it's just Sandra. Sandra talks about recovering aspects she has lost. And and now, granted, she talks about that in the context of them turning into nightmares, and and she goes back. Well, you can't create them the same way; they're not the same. But it's, it's like I, I I'd say getting access to the information is more valuable than. Grieving. I think that comes down to personality. So we know that Evgeny is a heartless monster. Right? Yeah, pretty much. I, mean, I just want the knowledge. If you guys needed this podcast to find that out, I got <laughs> bad news for you. It's, I think it's because they are so fundamentally tied in personality to Stephen that he he wouldn't want to do it, no matter how useful it would be. He never got to a point where the need overrode his distaste of it. Maybe. Either way, I think it would have been interesting to address that. I'm not I'm not criticizing, I'm just saying in a parallel universe where JC comes from and there's a different Legion book, that would have been an interesting thing to explore. And also, Stephen is not a huge fan of just creating aspects for no reason. Yeah. Because he finds right. it like exhausting to do. So like unless he needed yeah. to, I don't think he would. Manifesting fewer aspects would probably have stalled this decline into yeah, his, his original state. But maybe it was just inevitable anyway, and Sandra definitely made it sound like it would be. Mm-hmm. Uh, but maybe if he just had that core set of aspects and didn't grow to 40s, keeping them in the 10s, but I don't know. Maybe it just would have taken so much longer. But at, on the other hand, we 
again, see evidence that, you know, aspects are, like, manifesting other aspects, right? So, like, even if Steven, like, did try and keep a lid on it, maybe they'd increase in numbers regardless of what he tried. Right? Yeah. With, like, Raul. Yeah, that, that's what I'm thinking. I think, I think that was Raul. just a sign of him beginning to lose it. Yeah. Yeah, that would have probably happened regardless, eventually. So I have one final comment, and it's on yes. the chapter headers. I really yes. like the whole yes. Rorschach ink blot yes. merging well, of like Stephen and his like three main aspects on each side of him. And well, they're they're meant the to be, they're meant to be uh, CT scans, I believe. At least in the beginning. Oh, are they? Are they? I, I think they're meant to to invoke the feeling of well, that's a brain scan. Oh yeah. Hmm. And then it it shifts and it morphs and it 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 becomes like five people and then you start losing those people. I love that. Mm-hmm. And at yeah, the end, it's just change. a circle. Yeah. And at Which the end, cool. it's just a circle. That's right. Yeah. So the very the very first one uh, is is what I'm looking at right now, or I guess I'm looking at the second one. But it's yeah, I think I think it's a brain scan that starts up top. Um, up top, yeah, up top. And you and you kind of go down a little bit to to where it expands a lot. Well, I don't know if it's an exact like actual brain scan, but like that's the, that's the feeling I'm getting. It's not Rorschach feeling I'm getting. It's it's brain scan. And then once it gets to the middle, where it's kind of the biggest area of the brain, the biggest slice, then it starts morphing into uh, multiple people, and then it reverts from that morph, and then it drops down to a circle. I love it. Okay, so I think because I started just with lies of the holder so i started with the five people oh so i didn't get the full effect oh and Rorschach was the only thing i could think of but no like this definitely looks more like a brain scan yeah so i i think isaac did a fantastic job with this as always Those as were really always cool. although i didn't yeah. actually notice that it was changing until like almost all the way through skin deep it it took me a little bit of time to realize that something's going on, and then in, in but one that's of the, how you want it to be. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it, like I, I didn't noticed really understand it until like Lies of the Beholder. Honestly, I'm like, oh, these things are like fading as changing. I noticed that they were changing, but it, I just didn't attribute much to them. I was like, well, it's it's just different brain scans, whatever. And then towards the end, well, not towards the end, but somewhere in Lies of the Beholder, I looked at one of them. And I realized it looked like five people. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wait a moment. And I went back and, and saw that it did not start that way. And then as I kept moving forward, the, the image of the five people became more, more crisp. And then it started disintegrating. But yeah, it, it did take me a little, bo- a, a little time to see that. I was going to say, I also love the new, it's not really logo. It's like a title page with the new font and and the, the name Legion looks like it's hanging from um from strings from the top of the page and there, there are lines underneath, but I, I don't see any significance to that outside that it looks cool. I'm just excited that there's not the uh, original Legion cover because I've always really didn't like that. <laughs> that. That cover is not good, in my opinion. And this cover is much better. Oh, yeah. Miranda Meeks is... So good. Give me all of your covers. Though still, Stephen is far younger and far more attractive than I pictured him on that cover. That's true. 
he is supposed to be in his 30s. So so yeah, yeah the cover does picture him as younger. Yeah. Um I can't speak for his attractiveness because that's not something that he thinks about. That's true. Well, I just had a very wax image in my brain and wax isn't the most attractive of men either. Well, you get the sense that Steven's just like, no, I'm like very normal, except for all my aspects. But my myself, I'm very normal and like mm-hmm. average, right? Except That's- for my magical schizophrenia. Ex- except for that part that makes me obscenely rich. Uh, doing and intelligent. Cases. Except for for all that part where uh, I'll just be like, yeah, I'll do that if for a million dollars. Yeah, sure. That's fine. I don't want to live in a mansion. I have to live in a mansion. (laughs) Is what I'm going to tell my real estate agent next week. I mean, I think after Lies of the Beholder, Steve probably sells his mansion and like moves into it cozier place with other people around him actual people and not aspects that's the impression i got and starts dating barb i think she's far younger than him so no she's she's is she young but i don't know she's bubbly uh she feels younger than him i don't think she's more than like 10 years maybe younger like like she's in her 20s at least, but like he's in his thirties. Wilson, like, mm. Wilson is seventy. Yeah. How young could possibly be his niece? She's, She's his, his grand niece. Oh, yeah. Well, that changes things. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um. Well, she can drive a car. Well, yeah, but like I, I twenty-five <laughs> is like the latest that I feel she is. But. And for the record, my oldest aunt is like. 50 or 50 years older than I am. So, like, it couldn't be a long gap. Okay. No, cool. that's, that's fair. I thought she was... Okay. Uh, Final Legion thoughts? Last Legion thoughts? <laughs> well, I guess the last Legion is more Cosmere, so... <laughs> final, <laughs> final Legion thoughts. Um, I loved it. There were a bunch of individual parts that I loved. I have mixed feelings. Actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna rephrase. Out of the non-Cosmere thi- non-Cosmere non-Reckoners things. Okay. Legion Legion might be Well, actually even even among Reckoners, I think Legion Out of the short form non-Cosmere <laughs> books. I think I think Legion may be my favorite. I really like the end of Lies of Beholder. Uh I Eh, the other ones are fine, but it's like I don't need to read those again, really. Uh, but I, I like I like Lies of the Beholder. Good ending. Mm, I'm in. I teared up at the end, just, yeah, just a little bit. Yeah. It, was, it was just it a little was, bit. It was it was emotional, and it, like Tobias's death. Oh, oh crap! And awful. then and then he was back. Oh, <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna do who's that aspect character? <laughs> no. Cosmere character. So, it's time for Who's That Cosmere Character? I'm kind of hoping it's not a Cosmere character, actually. I don't well, think, I think people don't send them in because of the name. Yeah. That, that's fine. Uh, I, I think if 
people were to send non-Cosmere things, you really need to specify that. that yeah. That's oh, really yeah. important. Yeah. Uh, but, ah, no, that's fine. That's fine. We'll, we'll switch it up. Give some Cosmere people some bones. Yep, that's how I wanted to say that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, I'll give you a bone. Okay. Okay. Save us, Grace. So, uh, this is how the game is played. You sent in your question with five clues and an answer, and I read the clues aloud, and after each clue, the contestants get one guess to figure out who it is. So, this first one was sent in by Adam Baker. Hi, Adam. Adam! Yo. Alright. I don't know who you are, but hi. I, I don't know either. I just got hyped. I know everyone. <laughs> I'm okay. watching you right now. Are you are you the Adam? Okay. Moving on. Clue one. Clue one. This character is a soldier. Is it JC? No, it is not. Uh Teleb. What? Didn't you already guess? Yeah, he guessed. He guessed JC. Yeah. Are Man. you really going to take JC as my answer? <laughs> yeah. What? Well, yeah. Bilbo was accepted as a as a who's that Cosmere <laughs> character answer, Argent. Okay. It was Bilbo. He was in Hoyt and Drag. That was a rigged. guess. He's even so which in comes? a Brandon book, so I quit. Salen from Elinctress. No, that is not correct. Okay. Uh, I was trying to be original. Hmm. By not going to Roshar. Yeah, not <laughs> Speaking of which, my brain immediately going to Roshar. Um, I mean, I guess Teleb, so... Let's go with Aladar. It is not Aladar. Clue number two. This character has trained a main character. Ham. It is not Ham. Ooh. Bang. He's a soldier. How? how? Okay. As per usual on Shardcast, and Grace is not going to tell me a dang thing, but how literal are we taking the word soldier? Because, like, would Aladar even count as a soldier if he's more of, like, a leader general person? Or are we talking soldier as, you know, being very uh, a specific soldier, like, you know, members of Kaladin's squad, right? Oh, wait, 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 I, I have my guess. Have. Is it have? H-A-F? Do you, do you have, have a guess? It Boom! is have. Yeah! I was going to go with clubs next. Mm. I was going to go with Vesher. The other clues were, yeah. this character has no special powers, this character has not been seen on screen, and yeah. this character was in Amaram's army. I'm pretty sure have has appeared on screen when yep. Shalon, Shalon goes to Amaram's manor house. Uh, He's on true? screen there. Yep. When she cosplays as a messenger boy. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then as Admiral. Oh, that's true. That is true. But this I guess that before that clue. Invalid. So nope. Nope. I won. I won. I won take that the, one. Take the point away. I won. 10 I, out of 10. I really hope that someone at some point goes through and tallies up the points. I really yeah, want to see that. Yeah, someone should do that. Someone should do I that. I mean, how many, how many episodes do we have? Like fifty. Uh, this will be forty-six, I think. Yeah, that's not too bad. Yeah, especially because for like the first like two, three months we didn't have these, so But you also have to normalize based on how often people appear. 
No. Look, I, we just want an absolute, absolute tally. Like, that'll tell us everything we need to know. Adam Baker, you do it. No. As your <laughs> penance for having a wrong clue. I, for I for like, having a wrong clue, hey, yes. Yes. I like how just me complaining about if he's a soldier, just like, it's like, oh, yeah, I know. I know who it is. I'm, I'm really disappointed you didn't lean more heavily onto the uh, have, have wordplay there. No. All right. Sent in by Storm Blessed Dolphin. Okay. Oh, I've seen that person on the yeah, phones, yeah, yeah. I think. Hey, or on Discord. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. They're they're purple. I think they're purple. Or yes, blue. They one are of those purple. two. They are purple on Discord. That's true. All right. Clue we number one. one. This character is Rosharin. That's nice. <laughs> that that Great. that is nice. That's like going to who wants to be a millionaire and just pulling out the, the 50-50 thing. Uh, I'm going to go with Aladar again. <laughs> it is not Aladar. Sure, okay. I'm going to go with May Aladar. It is oh. not May Aladar. <laughs> <laughs> if it had been, by the way, I would have filed a complaint because you said it's not Aladar. No, no, no. I think that it implicitly means High Prince Aladar. Yes. Is it Polona? No, it is not Polona. Like, if you say Sadius and it's actually... ILA, like those aren't the same person, right? Sadius um, is Sadius. Toral Sadius is Sadius. Right? But would you count Amaram as a Sadius? No, because he's Amaram. <laughs> well, but he becomes High Prince Sadius in book three. Like okay, Dalinar. Okay, okay. Yes. <laughs> Not really. Like, Dalinar I, I says he's now Sadius. Technically, well, yeah, in world, matter. yes. Clue number two this character is female. Ooh. Uh, Alista. It is not Alista. Okay. What were you gonna say? I, which I think is the name of the ardent with the Pride yes. and Prejudice book. Yep. Yes. Okay. Yes. It is. Uh, do we count Shalan's alter egos? No, as characters. No, no, we don't. Okay. We do not count those as characters. Okay. Also, the last time this came up, no one in the comments put their strong opinions very upset about this well that means nobody has strong opinions on it on this episode about hallucinations you can put down below whether shallan's hallucinations should be considered characters because uh steven Lee's aspects are going to be characters on the copper mine so there are are shallan's are veil and radiant aspects of steven Leeds. <laughs> of steven <laughs> Is, is Stephen Leeds a lightweaver? Is Stephen Leeds Shalon? <laughs> what if and Shalon that... is just imagining Stephen Leeds? <laughs> oh my god! Is the Cosmere just in Stephen Leeds' imagination? Maybe. Could. It, it's just in Brandon's imagination. Right, is who... Brandon Stephen Leeds? <laughs> kind of. <laughs> Yes, you you can't look at the ending of the Legion book and not say that that is heavily influenced by Brandon being a writer. Like, uh, oh, we should probably guess. Yeah, uh, yeah, we have still, we have a game to play. Yeah. I haven't guessed. Um, I haven't guessed. female Rosharan, not Polona, Shalon's mom. It is not Shalon's mother. Tanalan's mom. It is not Tanalan's mother. Clue three. This character appears in an interlude. Oh, crap. Uh, Risen? Lift? It is not Risen. It is not Lift. 
Are I we mean, saying exclusively an interlude? It, or just I, I don't. I don't think she can answer that. She can. Oh. She could. She could. She could. Are you? Are you gonna ask? But she's that? not going to. This no, is the one not. time where I have unlimited power <laughs> over you guys. Unlimited <laughs> power. <laughs> um, I mean, Kaza. It is not Kaza. Okay. This character has finger aches. Um, what the? trying to. F- Garenid? Oh, no. What? What did you guess? Garenid? No. I can't remember which is the guy and which is the girl. <laughs> no, I right. can't either. Uh, one, one of the. Yeah, because the guy the, was the cook. Uh, the girl was the scientist. Yes. Yeah. I remember both their names, just not which one is which. So it's obviously the other one. I don't remember the other one's name. I mean, honestly, I would, I would accept. Like, if I were asking this question, I would accept. You know, the, the female Ardent that does quantum sprint science. Yeah, but Grace she's not. That Assuming nice. that's right. I, well, like I'm, I'm saying, if that was Ian's guess, I would have accepted that. Yeah, but it's not his guess. Uh... Well, that is. The intent wow, behind my guess. <laughs> Look, and intent is about honor, not uh, honoring <laughs> exactly what you said, not the spirit of what you said. <laughs> finger aches. Who the crap had finger aches? Oh, I have no idea. I don't think that is the case. But Eshenai's mom? No. Do you have a guess, Eric? I'm just kind of going through the interlude characters. Finger. What if it was someone that Seth randomly killed? <laughs> oh no, don't kill me, my fingers hurt. <laughs> my fingers hurt because you cut them off! No! <laughs> um, Venli, I don't know. It is not Venli. So the final clue is this character lives on the pure lake. That, okay, it's who I thought it was. Okay. I don't oh, remember her name. The girl, the, the girl innkeeper. that Ishik likes. Yeah, yeah, it's the girl that Ishik likes. Yeah, or... it is. <sighs> yeah, yeah. You want her I don't name? Rem- does her name start with an M? Yes, it does. Ah! <laughs> is it a four-letter name? Yes, it is. I don't remember anything about <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, I I don't remember her name, but that's who it is. Her name is Mabe. M A I B. Okay, okay, okay. That's right. When it, when you said M, when, or sorry, when you said four-letter word, I just kept thinking Maya, and I was like, I know it's not Maya. I know it's not. It's definitely not. All right. So that's it for Who's That Cosmere Character. Great. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, you can expect more reactions in November when we talk about Skyward. Yeah. Uh, Grace has feels and opinions already, even though she has not read it at all. But I have no feelings or opinions. Okay, I feel like most people are like, "Ah, Skyward." Okay, it's coming out soon. Whatever. The the once once Skyward comes out, then people will have more hype for the sequel or not. And and then I'm just over here writing complicated theory posts based on like nothing. So follow us. On 17 for all your news, discussion, theories, and fun. And you can stop by our Discord uh, and follow us on Facebook, SoundCloud, Twitter, YouTube. Leave us a review on iTunes, and we will see you all next time. Bye. Bye.
something something aspect by. Ka. My raven is an aspect. Ka. <laughs>